Hello, and welcome to Reclaiming Your True Identity Podcast. My name is Sarah Elizabeth, and this podcast is dedicated to all the mothers who are reclaiming, living, and sharing their authentic truth. Your true identity is defined by the characteristics of your higher power, kind, loving, compassionate, creative, abundant, radiant, beautiful, and at peace. As your host, friend, sister, and guide, we are going to be removing the barriers that are blocking you from your true identity through conversation, through practices, through breath work, through mantras. And I'm also going to be sharing myself, my truth, to empower you, to strengthen you, to make you laugh, to help you live in your true identity. Hello and welcome to Reclaiming Your True Identity. My name is Sarah Elizabeth and I am so blessed and honored to have you in this space. I am so excited about today's episode and sharing this beautiful soul with each and every one of you. We are going to be talking about womb rituals and care for healing and connecting to your womb space. So I'm really excited about sharing this conversation with you guys and um, for you guys to get to know this beautiful soul. Like she is the bomb.com. But before we get started, if you're new to this podcast, I want to quickly introduce myself. My name is Sarah Elizabeth. I am a self-published author of Reclaiming Your True Identity a mother's conscious guide to inner healing. I am a stay-at-home mom to three beautiful children. I am a military spouse who is currently hanging out in the state of Florida until we get ready for our next move, which will be in the next few months here. And I am a intuitive healer and spiritual life coach. And, um, I hold space for women to guide them to release energies that no longer serve them so they can live in their heart space, um, get connected to their inner and higher selves, and just share and express their creativity, um, their love in their own unique way. So that's a little bit about me. If you want to um, establish a relationship, you can join me on my private Facebook group, Reclaiming Your True Identity, and pop on over and introduce yourself and tell me, um, again, something about yourself and uh, your intention with the group. So I'm really excited to um, getting to know you. All right, second thing before we dive into our topic for today, if you have been following me for a while, either on social media or read my book or listened to this podcast, this invitation is for you. In the month of May, for about five days, I think, and four nights, I am hosting a women's spiritual retreat um, in Orlando, Florida, and it is going to be the most epic retreat that I have ever hosted. It it will be myself and about two or three other light workers that will be holding space um, to help you really surrender to your healing, to help you connect to source. Um, we are going to be doing two plant medicine ceremonies. And if that has been something on your to-do list that you want to experience, um, this is for you. So you can reach out to me via email, Sarah, S-A-A-R-E, Elizabeth at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on your favorite social media networks, such as Instagram and Facebook. So if you want more information about that, let me know. It 
uh, is a invite um, retreat because of the delicate work that we will be doing and um, uh, I'm being guided to allow certain energies into this space. So I hope that makes sense. Um, so just a little side note, I'm pretty sure you hear the beeping in the background. Like it's Friday and I do a YouTube and I do this podcast and I've been trying to get my YouTube and my podcast recorded all week. But um, there has been so many distractions in my neighborhood. I don't know what is going on. Like Monday, they were mowing grass. Tuesday, they were replacing light bulbs. No, it was the um, the the uh, the fire alarms. Wednesday, they were replacing light bulbs. Yesterday, they were mowing the grass. Like it was something every day this week. And now they're taking the trash out, which is usually around on Thursdays. But don't ask me how I know that schedule very well. All right, so. Let's go ahead and get into our podcast. It is going to be a little bit lengthy, but I'm telling you, if you have a long car drive or have some time to yourself this uh, day, this is a really good time to really dive into this um, this podcast. So I am introducing Valdelia Chapman with Earth Mama Medicine. She is a prominent figure in the wellness and reproductive health community, having influenced millions of people to elevate their lifestyles. Valdelia is a strong advocate for plant-based nutrition, sustainable living, and unconditional love for all beings. So I will leave her information in the show notes and um, really excited about introducing this beautiful soul to you guys. And I pray that this podcast episode serves you to your highest good. Hello and welcome so much for being on this podcast. It is such an honor and pleasure to have you in this space. How are you today? I'm so wonderful, and I'm honored that you even thought of me to be a part of your sacred space. Very, very happy. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So I feel called to say happy new moon in Aquarius. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely a good energy to be working with, so um, perfect timing with everything. So um I'm really excited to see what is going to be revealed in this podcast. Um, just a little bit of a background um, so you're aware. In August, I started experiencing um, PMDD discomfort, dis-ease, and it prompted me to start educating women the importance of taking care of their womb space and really connecting to that space for their healing, for their manifestation, and, you know, basically uh, this happened to their power. So tell us about yourself. I would love to. <laughs> so where shall we start? <laughs> right. Where I, I guess my entire life, I lived a life of a performer. I've always been an actress. I went to school for acting. I went to college for acting. I got a degree in musical theater and acting. I moved to New York City after college and worked on Broadway for several years, um, performing professionally and doing national tours across the country, doing Canadian tours performing in shows, and I thought that was my dream in life, and um, luckily I was blessed enough to reach that dream at such a young age, and I was able to explore if that was really the end-all, be-all of my life, and performing, I felt that there was a hole somewhere uh, within me. I, it didn't feel like it was that purpose that I dreamed of my entire life. I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my purpose as well. I didn't feel like I was impacting humankind the way that I wanted to. Mm. Um, I think performing does impact humankind and the arts is a wonderful way to make mm -hmm. change, but it wasn't serving me as much. So when I was on one of my last tours, I had what I will call a spiritual awakening. You know, we all have our different words for it. Mm -hmm. Your enlightenment time. <laughs> right. 
where you start to dive deep. And yeah, I started to dive deep and watch YouTube videos of people like Ralph Smart and Teal Swan and Abraham Hicks and uh, these, these guides that were teaching of this stuff that was starting to light my heart up. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, how can I be a part of that? How can I make people feel the way that I feel when I listen to these guides online? And so I began with food. Mm-hmm. I, a friend of mine that was on the tour with me was vegan and it was always very intriguing to me, not knowing much about food at all and having a fairly poor diet and just rolling with the punches. But, um, she seemed so healthy and her skin was always so vibrant. And, you know, I just was interested in trying it out. So I went cold Turkey vegan mm-hmm. with her and, uh, Because the vegan community, I mean, it comes with so many questions, especially from people that are not vegans. Everyone wants to know why you're doing it, how you're doing it, what are the benefits. I decided that I wanted to dive deeper into health. So I enrolled in the Institute of Transformational Nutrition online. Mm -hmm. And I did a one-year program for a holistic nutritionist certification. Mm -hmm. That opened up a broad, vast world for me. Um, even now, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't call myself a health expert or a food or nutrition expert because everything is so, it's always changing. We're always finding out new things about food and nutrition. Um, but doing that made me feel so empowered to be able to help my family members, to be able to help my friends when they had questions about their health. And I felt like I was actually finally equipped to give them educated, informed advice. And from there, I moved back to New York. I took a small little, well, I guess it wasn't a break. I was still auditioning, looking for jobs in the acting world, but I was losing the passion for it Mm -hmm. because the life of a performer is very much out of your hands. I mean, your job is to keep yourself looking good, Mm. being fit, you know, making sure that you're taking your voice lessons and you're keeping your skills up to par. But anything outside of that is up to your agent, your producer, Mm -hmm. you know, the director. It's, you're begging for a job every day mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. not having control over my career like that was, I didn't like it. I yeah. got tired of it and it started to become something I hated going to auditions every day and just hoping that that person would see me. I, I started to take a, a different direction. I began earth mama medicine. I mm-hmm. named it that because my holistic nutrition training had taught me that earth mama has all of the medicine we could ever want. Yes. Um, whether that's physically, spiritually, or energetically, when you immerse yourself in nature and in Mother Earth, it's all there for us. Mm. Um, and, I mean, we see how humankind has kind of, we've kind of gone a little bit too far forgetting yes. how much Earth is here for us. I mean, even the United States population, I just saw a statistic the other day that 72% of the United States citizens are on pharmaceutical medications. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not, no, that's not to say pharmaceuticals are bad because I know that they help many people, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so I named it Earthbound Medicine for that. Mm-hmm. And I started an Instagram first. It was just to share my newfound love for nutrition and food and veganism, plants. And I began just by talking every day about, you know, something new, herbs, anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. The Instagram started to take off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And I got really excited because I was like, oh, this is something completely new from what I'm used to. And I'm in charge of it. Yes. And uh, so from there, I thought, you know, I had a lot of people in my ear saying, oh, my God, but Lydia, you're so talented and you went to such a, you know, a top rated mm-hmm. musical theater school. And you're just throwing it all away. Uh, so those little busy bees in my ear made me think, how can I merge my talents in performing and being in front of the camera and loving to talk and be, you know, the center of attention with this new Earth Mama Medicine Avenue? Mm-hmm. And that is where I started the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I thought this is a way for me to be in front of the camera, but I'm in control. I'm in control of everything, of how it's edited, of how it's, of what I say, of my story, but I can still be the fun loving lady in front of the camera and and just make fun storytelling moments happen. Yes. 
Yes. And I can merge it with something that means something to me in my heart, which is mm. promoting natural health and ancestral ways and mm. um, Mother Earth. So that's what I did. I started the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and the YouTube channel started to get popular once my partner and I moved into our van and we mm. started to uh, document our van travel. Yes. And uh, I think it got really popular because unlike most van life people you see on YouTube who are um, of the lighter hue <laughs> yes, and are, most of them have money. I mean, they have these big, nice Mercedes vans that mm-hmm. they've, you know, converted flat screen TVs and closets. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like these beautiful conversions and Matt and I are two people of color mm-hmm. who have no money mm-hmm. <laughs> and no idea what we're going to do. And this cheap $2,000 busted up church van, mm-hmm. Well, we did it completely different, and um, I think people resonated with that. You know, people were inspired to see us do it in a way that was just honest, and uh, we were just going with the flow. (laughs) Yes, I love it, because when I, um, uh, well, first off, guys, if you guys are not part of her YouTube channel, I I really want to encourage you to pause this podcast (laughs) and subscribe to her YouTube channel, because man, it just radiates authenticity, man. Like (laughs) it just pulled me in. And then I was watching the van life videos and I was like, hell, if they can do it, I can do it too. You know, (laughs) if they, they got, yeah, it's just like, they are obviously trusting the universe spirit, something because they got it going (laughs) on. And, oh man, it is, it, it, it was so empowering. It's so educational. And you, um, and this is before, uh, you know, I knew that you were an actress or anything, but you're, you're just, your radiance is just, um, not to sound like psycho or crazy, but it's like <laughs> addicting. Like I want more, you know? <laughs> so thank you so much for following your heart and channeling like your first part of your purpose, your life purpose, and then like just channel it into something that is yours and that's that's of service. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you. So and good. I knew it was so it was supposed to be something in a public figure type of way. You know, it's not like I was going down the wrong path with acting. Right. I knew that people were supposed to be watching me. Right. <laughs> and feeling inspired, but there's many different avenues of, for that, you know? Yes, yes. Um, so I'm really blessed to have found something that feels really good and really fulfilling. And I feel like uh, I have so many family members all over the world that right. resonate with me and that I've connected with just from the internet and with YouTube. Yes. And, and now it's opened up a whole world for us where we've started a business, Matt yes, and I, yes. um, and we sell our herbal products online yes. and I do one-on-one coachings, life coachings or, or business coachings or health coaching. Yes. Um, and we're able to support ourselves with just that and what a blessing. And yes. now we are here in Georgia, we bought a home and I am 23 weeks pregnant. Mm. <laughs> With our first baby, and I just could have never imagined my life would look like this. So how did you, um, because on your YouTube, uh, it says, um, like, I'm going to say a wound care expert. Like, how did you narrow down um, with that? Um, Oh, great question. Yeah. So that began because I, in this spiritual awakening moment, when I had just started Earth Mom Medicine, mm-hmm. I went to a three-day women's slumber party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was um, a friend of mine who is a feminist activist. She's, I mean, her work is so powerful. She hosted it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was like 15 women in this little tiny Brooklyn apartment. And we're all just like topless and drinking tea and oh, you know, smoking joints. and Nice. <laughs> being hippies and loving on each other as women. And, Mm. um, we, an elder woman in the, in the Brooklyn area brought over Yoni steaming herbs. Okay. And I had never even heard of it before. Mm -hmm. And, um, we all did it together in a circle as you know, we did meditation and sound healing while we did it. And Oh my God, it opened up 
not only just the physical benefits of yoni steaming, because we could talk about that for a million years, but mm. the energetic release I felt, mm. I felt like I had finally rebirthed into this new mm. Valadia, into this new person who was going to dive down this path of healing and earth mama medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like with that Yoni steaming ceremony, I had sort of put to rest all the stuff behind that. And I mean, it, it was an amazing ceremony. Mm-hmm. And after that, I just wanted to know more. So I started reading books about it. I started learning about Yoni steaming and what is this? And I didn't even know that there were a, that there was a whole natural avenue to women's care and to womb care and reproductive health. Mm. Um, you know what we are taught is you you get old enough, you have your period, you deal with it with tampons, pads, you go to get your birth control, and that's about it. Yes, maybe at some point and whatever. Whenever you have an issue, go to the doctor, go to the gyno. The end. And I had very much experienced a lot of gynecologist moments. You know, in college, I used to get infections all the time. And mm-hmm. I had been on birth control for 10 years. And I mean, mm-hmm. I was very disconnected to any natural anything for mm-hmm. the womb. Um, mm-hmm. So that opened it up for me. It was that one yoni steaming ceremony that opened up the can of worms. Nice. And I noticed a hole in the internet. I mean, there are a million people teaching about it now, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I guess my corner of the internet, I hadn't seen it much at all. Right. So I thought this might be another avenue because nutrition was everywhere. I was following a million dietitians and nutritionists and vegan people talking about food and health. But I wasn't finding a lot of people teaching natural reproductive health. Mm -hmm. So I got a little bit more passionate about that. And even to this day, I am way more passionate about herbs, herbalism, and reproductive health than I have been about food. Um, Mm. Just because the science of food is so complex. Yes. I no longer want to attach myself to any dogma around food. Um, I think intuitive eating and teaching intuitive eating is a lot more powerful than making everybody be vegan. Yes. You know, um, we're all different. The microbiome is so complex. There is no one diet for everyone. Mm. And it's just, it's been a little, I'm like, I don't want to really talk about food as much anymore. I think people have <laughs> yes, it's I, it's it's beautiful how you opened yourself up to something. You had an opportunity to learn something new and to experience something. And yeah. I'm always trying to encourage people to try something new. You know, especially yeah. if you're scared to do it, and um, you know that might bring upon the next step for you. So that was yeah. Cool. You never know what it could bring. I mean, who knows where I would have been if I never did that yoni steaming ceremony? Yes. I know we would not be having this conversation. I would never met you. I I mean, I don't even know. (laughs) Before we go into uh, care and practices and rituals and all of those things, I want you to tell us in your own words and your own wisdom, what does the womb space, what is the womb space uh, and why should it matter to us? When I think of the womb, I think of a few different things. Mm -hmm. The first thing I think of is the sacred portal between life and death. Mm. Whether you are a child bearer or not, Mm. um, that is a portal. Yes. And so many things can be birthed from our womb, not just a child. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the root chakra space. Mm -hmm. So this is our divine connection to mother earth Mm -hmm. this is our groundedness Mm -hmm. this can also be connected to our sense of purpose our identity Mm -hmm. um and so when i think of the womb i like to i I do like to call it the sacred space more because there are many people that no longer have the scientific (laughs) meaning of a womb (laughs) (laughs) Whether they've had a hysterectomy or whatever that may be, mm-hmm. um, but you can still experience the energy of that space mm-hmm. and how important it is uh, for us to recognize its importance. It's so deep that it's like I'm speechless. <laughs> right, I, girl. I know, girl. You have so many words, there are none. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, the life and death portal, you 
came from a womb. You grew there mm. from nothing, mm. from spirit into you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you were born vaginally or not, you know, it's, right. it's, it's just that that is a portal. And it's science cannot even get it, give it meanings. We don't even know right. how powerful Yes. That is for us to grow in there out of nothing. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you while I grow a human. Yes. We're not even having to consciously think about it. Okay, make sure we send these cells over here and these cells over here. Mm-hmm. It's just alchemy. It is the most divine, the ultimate alchemy there ever can be. Mm-hmm. Is it, it occurs in the womb. Mm-hmm. So that's what the womb space means to me. It means creation. It means life. It means death. It means groundedness. Mm-hmm. It means earth. Earth is a big womb. Mm-hmm. Life and death happens here every day. There's so much creation. There's so much death. There's so much beauty. Yeah, that's yeah. what it means. <laughs> yeah. I wanted you to share that from so people can hear a different perspective because um One, I want to say last year, yeah, last year, that's when I started learning about my period, like the spiritual meaning and the healing meaning behind it. And I just remembered, wow, no one told me this, you know, being 32 years old at the time, no one told me the sacredness of what this is. Mm. And I just felt like I got gypped. I felt like, you know, I've been walking this path, you know, okay, go to the doctor, go get birth control, go do this, go do that. And and you mean to tell me all I got to do is sit with my womb space and release it and love it and tap into it and eventually everything will be okay, you know? And so I'm always teach. I'm not always teaching, I'm always reminding women of this beautiful space inside of themselves. We became so disconnected from that. And, you know, a lot of us are suffering from either PMDD, from endometriosis, from PCOS. And I, uh, knowing what I know now, I just know it's because our womb space is trying to get our attention. Yes. But we're trying to shut her up. Yep. And it's time to break that. It's time to really, like, we're mind women because we, 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 as we forgot. Yeah. We and forgot. When, yeah, we forgotten. And when I was reminded, you know, I went through the rebirth of, you know, being angry. And then I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Once I reconnected, it was like, I remembered, you know, mm-hmm. and then it, things like this podcast and YouTube and books come into fruition to guide you on this journey. I feel like we should just begin with intention. So I'm a woman that has the intention of healing my womb space. I realized, you know, these are my symptoms. I've been tracking and now came to conclusion that I need healing. So my intention is of healing. What are some uh, practices to begin healing our womb space? We must always remember how connected our womb is to our minds. Mm. And so with every client I have, the first thing, before we even talk about the womb, we dive into the mind, Mm. dive into what in our minds could be causing our energetic blockage that turned into our physical blockage. Gorgeous. So... Something that has healed me throughout every phase of my life, well, not every phase, but all of my recent phases, mm-hmm. have been affirmations. Okay. Um, verbally speaking out loud mm-hmm. what, I, what my intention is. Mm-hmm. And so with any womb healing clients I have, any reproductive health clients, we go through mm-hmm. uh, what, are, what is going on in your life? What are your stressors? Mm-hmm. Is it your partner? Is it your job? Is it your children? Is it your work? Anything. Mm-hmm. And we come up with affirmations that can help us transform the energy around those things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're unhappy in your job, 
this job is in divine timing. I am moving towards a new one, you know, or just we come up with affirmations that serve you. And even if it feels like you're lying to yourself, it's still working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're saying it out loud. You're, you're starting to transform the things that aren't working for you mm-hmm. energetically. And that's important to reestablish that connection because so many of us have had a long-term relationship with birth control mm. and birth control. Now we don't have to go down a deep dive. About right. Right. Detrimental it can be. I have a video on YouTube all about that, okay. but, um, but it does destroy the mind body connection because your hormones are sending messages from your womb to your brain and back and birth control literally cuts that off. Mm-hmm. That's scientific. Like that's not just me making that up. Absolutely. Um, it, def- it, it shuts down any signals going in between your mind and your womb space mm-hmm. so that these artificial hormones can do their job. Mm-hmm. So that takes sometimes years to reconnect. Mm-hmm that, that relationship between your mind and your womb. Mm -hmm. So we definitely talk about how many years have you been on birth control? What types of birth control are you on? And let's re let's, let's introduce them again. Let's introduce mind and body. Mm -hmm. And then that can always, I mean, honestly, that sometimes does way more than any herbs or anything else I can recommend. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, we have just forgotten how simple it really is. When we reestablish the mind-womb connection, and we do that for a while, then we will work on uh, practices of healing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because healing is definitely a mind thing, and that's the reason why the placebo studies are so insane to learn about. People that were... I just saw another one the other day of a, a soldier that returned from overseas and... Um, in an emergency helicopter flight or something, he was severely injured on his deathbed and they had run out of the morphine. He was in extreme pain, but had to have surgery and they had no morphine where they were. So the nurse injected him with a saline solution, (laughs) Uh just salt water and told him she was giving him morphine and he didn't feel a thing. Uh Uh All the mind, Uh all the mind. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that's a big part of my teachings. But anyway, I guess when it comes to other other methods of healing, it, it depends on what the person is going through, you know. Mm-hmm. I really, really rely on herbs mm-hmm. and I don't even have well, there is no such thing as a herbalist certification in the United States. It's mm. good to so, know. <laughs> yeah. If someone tells you they're a certified herbalist, they just they're just saying they studied. <laughs> okay. Because you cannot be certified yet in the U.S., but you can call yourself an herbalist after schooling, and I haven't even done that yet. Every everything I know about herbs is self-taught, but mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I just applied for a a school yesterday, so that's interesting. Cool. Um, but herbs or herbs are are huge for me. Huge, mm-hmm. huge, 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 huge. Um, what herbs? What 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 plant on Mother Earth will serve you the best? And that is always my, my first route. I go, what formulas can we create for you? Can we create some tinctures? Would any mm-hmm. of the products that I sell benefit you? Mm-hmm. Um, Yoni steaming, like I told you, that was the beginning of my journey. And I recommend it to almost every single client I have or every, any woman that I speak to mm-hmm. because it's so beneficial for so many things. Endometriosis, fibroids, cysts, PCOS. I mean, just it's like a miracle mm-hmm. procedure. So talk to us about yoni steaming and, um, you know, the, the benefits of this practice and some of the herbs that you use and, and how they support, um, support us. Wonderful. So for anyone who is hearing about yoni steaming for the first time, yoni is the Sanskrit word for sacred space. Mm-hmm. So that could be a word for vagina or vaginal canal, cervix, uterus, womb, all that, all that good stuff wrapped into one beautiful Sanskrit word. Beautiful. <laughs> so this is an ancient practice that's been happening for thousands of years all over the globe. We see, we've seen history of it in Asia, Africa. Our ancestors, you know, they knew what they were doing. Uh, amen. <laughs> and um, we all of the herbs that you only steam with, you can consume and a, a tea that you can drink as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and they also benefit uh, our womb spaces in the same way. 
And I guess someone at some point, some grandmother and some village, mm-hmm. <laughs> thought, why not let these essential oils of these herbs go directly to the vaginal canal mm-hmm. instead of through our bloodstream from drinking? Mm-hmm. So what happens is you boil a pot of water, essentially, you put whatever herbs you're going to use in the pot, and when the steam is is a comfortable enough temperature, you would we would squat or sit over that pot mm-hmm. and allow that steam that contains those essential oils from the herbs mm-hmm. rise up into the vaginal canal mm-hmm. and through the cervix to deliver their medicine. Mm-hmm. Because our vaginal walls are so porous. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we hear these crazy stories of, you know, women putting alcohol and tampons and putting it up them or Mm -hmm. drugs or whatever, because you have the craziest results because your walls are so thin. Mm -hmm. And anything that is inserted in there, it goes straight into the bloodstream. And this is the reason why period product health is also very important, because you don't want to be using generic tampons that have chemicals and bleaches in them, because that's going into your bloodstream. Mm. And that's a whole other rant I could mm-hmm. go on. <laughs> yes. But to bring it back to Yoni steaming, this is why this is such a powerful practice. Mm-hmm. And there are many, many different uh, intentions we can have with Yoni steaming. Okay. Um, if we want to heal ourselves of infections, like yeast infections, UTIs, bacterial vaginosis, um, or other infections of the sort, we would use antibacterial, antimicrobial, antifungal herbs. Mm-hmm. So this would be herbs like rosemary, mm. be herbs like juniper berry, your cleansing herbs, wormwood, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If we were someone who was wanting, uh, a lot of my clients that are menopausal are looking for something to help with their libido or for something to help with dryness mm-hmm. and just something to help them feel more nourished and to give more attention to that sacred space. Mm-hmm. And then we would use our nourishing herbs like calendula, our gentle herbs like lavender, rose, our motherwort, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then another reason we would do yoni steaming, which actually has picked up a lot in my practice, is for pregnancy release. Mm-hmm. I know some people are gonna you know everyone has their own opinion on this mm-hmm. but I try to teach with no judgment mm-hmm. and I know that there are many reasons that are not my business yes. why yes. someone would want to release a pregnancy yes and yoni steaming can be a very simple gentle way to do that mm. because you can use abortifacient herbs mm-hmm. like like juniper berry, like um, what are some of the ones I give? I mean, honestly, just yoni steaming in general will give you a gentle pregnancy release because it's not something you should do during pregnancy. Okay, good because, to know. Uh, the steam will naturally cause the uterus to contract a little bit, and it can induce your cycle. Mm-hmm. So anyone that is pregnant should not do yoni steaming during their pregnancy. And so if you were looking to release, it is a gentle way. And, um, most of the people I've worked with that are looking for that, it succeeds. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there are certain herbs you can use that would make it stronger. Of course, mm-hmm. um, black cohosh is one of them. There's a, there's a lot. And I have a video online about herbal abortion as well. Okay. If people are interested, but yeah, so those are the reasons why one would want a Yoni steam and it is just so healing. If you guys are inspired to um, hold a yoni ceremony, one, I will leave a link in the show contents or in the show notes, uh, giving you guys the direct video to that uh, where she she uh, goes through the what's the word I'm looking for the course the guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll also leave a link where you, if you feel called um, to invest in your womb health, um, the the uh, Yoni uh, steam baths where you can uh, purchase that. And if you do choose to participate in Yoni steaming for whatever your intention may be, I really would love to hear uh, I'm sure we would both love to hear your experience 
Um, and you could do that in our Facebook group, um, Reclaiming Your True Identity Facebook group. And you can do a video. Um, you can, you know, post pictures um, because I would like to know just what that experience is for you uh, guys and, and how healing it is um, mm -hmm. for you guys. Is there anything else just with the intention of connecting to our sacred space on the daily? What's a practice or uh, a ritual we could do daily to connect to that space? Mm, so aside from yoni steaming, my top two womb space practices aside from yoni steaming are womb massage. Mm, yes. I love to get a good oil that is making me, you know, uh, that smells good or makes me feel sexy or makes me feel powerful or, and I will rub that all over my womb, even my, you know, the, the top of the vagina, the outside labia and mm. just giving yourself human touch in those areas. That's not sexual. Mm -hmm. Um, can be really enlightening and healing and uh, just, yeah, massaging the womb. And, and since I've been pregnant, I go to my midwife every month and she gives me womb massage. And I'm like, man, like, I just, I, you can't forget it. You can't forget the power of womb massage because I go in my phases where I stop it for several months, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm busy, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, since being pregnant and having them again, I just forgot how amazing it is to have that touch there. Yeah. A lot of us aren't even touching ourselves there unless it's sexually. Yes, yes. I mean, we're not touching ourselves. It's someone else touching us there for sexual reasons. Yes. Um, and that can, that is what breeds energy of, well, I don't want to. Girl, just say it. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It is what it is. <laughs> I would just say that's what sends us down the wrong idea of ourselves, down yes. the path of the wrong idea of ourselves. Yes. And that's what makes us think that, that our root chakra and our womb space is for sex only. And yes. Someone else only. Yes. It's for yes. you. It's yes. for us. Yes. And there's so much more to it than an orgasm. Yes. 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 So, so yeah, I, I would invite touch, loving touch without sex. Mm -hmm. And then to be completely on the opposite side, another practice of mine that does um, remind me of my power there is sexual touch. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because a lot of us aren't touching ourselves sexually either. We're just waiting for our partner to do it. Mm -hmm. um, or we're seeking partners just so that we feel that power. Yes. Yes. And you can do it yourself. I am a huge advocate for masturbation. Mm -hmm. I talk about it all the time. When I have my clients that are going through depression, anxiety, I'm like, when's the last time you masturbated? Mm -hmm. And they get right, they get bright red in the face. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, we don't have to dive into the details. I'm yes. just saying um, for your hormones, mm -hmm. it is actually really healing. And it can help bring some things into balance hormonally. Yes. Especially premenstrual, especially during your menstruation, mm -hmm. um, you know, just having and even during my pregnancy, whether you're using a toy or you're using your hand or mm -hmm. or whatever, just touching yourself in that way and letting yourself feel pleasure mm -hmm. and um, be really serving and to our minds as well. You're going to release that oxytocin, that dopamine, that good feeling stuff chemically that will elevate you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially with intention, I notice when, um, I, I call it a self-love practice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you power that with a intention of manifesting something, uh, it's like I'm giving myself that offering you know, um, cause I read somewhere when you do orgasm, like for that, for those seconds, we are really deeply connected to the intricacies of the universe. Mm -hmm. And it just, that's in that short amount of time, that's, I mean, we're always seen and heard, don't get me wrong, but that is a moment where we are really seen and heard. And it's like, um, I don't know. It's like sex with intention, you know, uh, and for me, I use sex sometimes for manif manif uh, manifesting uh, because mm -hmm. of that, of that, 
knowledge that I stumbled upon. So, and it really, really does uh, work. And I, and I, I tell uh, my clients too, especially those who are learning the the well the feeling of self love. Mm-hmm. Make love to yourself. Look mm-hmm. at yourself as you know, a goddess as the way God would look at you through a mirror, you know, create this beautiful space for yourself and really give your, make love to yourself. Um, because like you said, we're, we're waiting for someone to do it for us. We're looking for someone to do it for us. And what happens is we become disappointed and then we feel unworthy and we just have these expectations, you know, fulfill your own expectations if you want other people to fulfill them for you. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely. And then, uh, you know, bouncing off on the womb, the womb massage, you know, I just started giving myself womb massages yesterday. Um, and it's (laughs) so mothering, Right? It is so mothering. It's just like I am a child being cared for and all attention is on me. Yes. And it's just a feeling that, you know, I was just really blown away. So I want you to tell us uh, you're you're bearing child (laughs) and just share with us, you know, what that has been for you and, you know, has it taught you anything that you would like to share with us? Mm, definitely. <laughs> so it is bringing, and I, I'm going to release a YouTube video right after this. Gorgeous. Um, that is going to be a pregnancy blog about me being, you know, halfway in the journey. And, and I'm just, I'm speaking from the heart about how different I feel as a person. And I know I have, I mean, I'm not even close because Every mother I know says you meet a completely different version of yourself mm. after after birth. Mm. Yes, um, and I'm totally looking forward to that. But I do feel the shifting happening mm. now um, with my personality. You know, I, I've always been an extremely extroverted, opinionated person, mm. never shy. You know, center of attention and talk, 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 talk. And not not a very good listener, a very good talker. Mm-hmm. And uh, this baby <laughs> has taken all of my words away. Mm. And I know a lot of you are like, well, you're talking a lot today. <laughs> mm. Girl, we know what you're talking about. Trust us. <laughs> we, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's The baby's taken all of my words away. I have felt myself crawling into the cocoon. Um, being a lot more introverted, a lot quieter, a lot more perceptive of others' energy, and just, I mean, wordless. I I sit in front of my journal, and, you know, I follow so many mothers. It's my favorite type of person to follow online as a mother and and parents because it's just a fascinating journey for me. Even before I was pregnant, I loved learning from mothers. And I would see some of them, you know, talking so beautifully about the shifts and their journaling and, oh, the the wonder of pregnancy. And they have these beautiful long Instagram captions of Mm -hmm. how their pregnancy is going. And I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, right. But but it's a beautiful thing because baby is teaching me that words are words are so limiting. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. words are not the only way to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I'm communicating with this child every day without words. Mm. And it's sort of just opening up a new side of me of um, of how I can communicate and connect to others without words. And mm. I lack so, I mean, I've barely journaled throughout this pregnancy. And the, the, the analytical mind of mine is like, you're supposed to be journaling, you know, like what is yes. baby going to do when the baby comes out? And yep. journaling is so good for you, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you can't force a girl. Right. There's nothing. I sit in front of it and I have nothing to say. You know, oh, I ate breakfast today. The end, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yes. Um, being quiet is okay. Yes. <laughs> Which is something I've never accepted in my life. So it's it's nice to just, um, I'm just going with the flow. I have never gone with the flow more than I have since I've become pregnant. Because this was a surprise pregnancy. Okay. 
you know, whenever you make this, my granny always tells me when you make plans, God is going to, I don't even know what her quote is, but it's something like that. God laughs when you make plans. That's what Oh, I mean. yes. <laughs> yes. True that. And I do believe that. Um, every time I've made a plan, it's always, I've always ended up going a, a whole different route. So yeah. it's nice to just lay in the pool of life and float. Yes. And uh, that's what I'm learning throughout this pregnancy. And I know that will serve me with baby because you definitely can't make plans with baby. No. And <laughs> I don't know if you could tell through, through my emails, like, hey, listen, <laughs> we, can't, we, we can't do this before this time, after this time, and this time, and this time, and this time. Can, can you work with me here? <laughs> yes. And I feel that, sister. I feel that. And I know baby calls the shots and I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to be a student. I'm ready to listen to the guru that my baby will be. Yes. Um, and yeah. be guided. And I'm happy that they're already telling me to let loose of the reins and just float. Yes. Yes. Is there anything else you would like to share with us before we go? I guess I, I, I did speak about the mind connection and, mm-hmm. and that's all I wanted. I just wanted to emphasize how important that is. Mm-hmm. We hear it all the time with every guru you learn from, every teacher, every hippie, every everything is right. meditation, meditation, the mind, the mind. But y'all dive deep on placebo studies, dive deep on people that are doing things with their mind that are unheard of. We mm-hmm. are superhumans. We are mm-hmm. super Mm-hmm. We can do some pretty amazing things. We can turn our lives around. We can heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. 60 just with the power of the mind. Mm-hmm. I hope that people don't get caught up in the wellness world and think that they have to buy a bunch of stuff. Preach. Um, and that's something that I've been trying to release lately, especially with making the internet my job, you know, mm-hmm. um, what brands am I working with? What am I promoting? Because I don't want anyone to think that you have to have money to heal and to turn your life yes. around. It's your mind, baby. It is your mind yes. alone can make big shifts for you. Um, yes. and I just want everyone to, at least if you're going to take anything away from this conversation, to just remember how powerful your mind is and you, you can do it. Awesome. So tell the beautiful people where we can find you. And of course I will leave links uh, to all of that stuff, but um, let's hear it from your own words. Where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram under earth mama medicine. And also YouTube is earth mama medicine. And my website is earth mom medicine so just earthmamedicine.com okay and you'll find all of my other adventures just by searching one of those things <laughs> yes thank you so much to Valadia Chapman with Earth Mama Medicine for spending time with us and sharing her knowledge and wisdom to help us and guide us create a room ritual that will support our healing, our manifestation, and connection to our inner and higher power. If you found this episode to be remarkable, please leave a review. Please share your experience in the Facebook group, Reclaiming Your True Identity. And of course, share this podcast with your sisters, with your girlfriends, and let's all reconnect to our power and share that power with other people. Until next time, my name is Sarah Elizabeth, and thank you for listening to Reclaiming Your True Identity.